0: Episode 13, Dell's War Room, here with Eric Burdett. Morning. Morning, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good. Good. Yeah, it's been a while again. Yeah. Been busy. So today I want to go over a couple different topics. I want to talk about entitlement, I want to talk about recognition, and I want to talk about gossip. Lots of fun, lots of interesting topics. Talk about entitlement first. In Rainbow, for example, when we do... We go out in demos and you know it doesn't matter really what you're in, whether you're in business like rainbow or whether you're going out in a job, getting paid for a, a day's work. When when you look at going out on a demo, you go out for a couple hours. Yep. And you get paid quite well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go out a couple hours, sell a rainbow, you make five hundred bucks. Yep. All right. Would you agree that you're paid pretty well for that? Yep. So you get paid pretty well for going out for your time. Now, whether you're traveling, even if you, you're traveling quite a distance you no, you're still paid quite well for your time. Yep. So when you look at the pay for the work, it it more than equals itself out. 100%. So when you look at the extra things that Rainbow does, whether even if you just take into the things, in considerations, you know, all the bonuses, when you take into consideration all the extras that you guys get. So when you look at all the thing, think about the things that your your work does. Now, maybe sometimes, you know, I work for a company for a lot of years that didn't do anything extra now if you ever worked for a company that doesn't do anything above and beyond then you know exactly what i'm talking about there are no extras okay i worked for a company for 10 years and i mean the only bonus i ever got was a frozen turkey mm-hmm. one year <laughs> and i remember we were driving out of the plant and it was christmas eve we were working and, and we were driving to the plant and they were giving us frozen turkeys on the way out and we literally thought they were firing everybody and closing the plant because it was the only time that company had ever given us anything. So when you look at that, so if you've ever worked for a company that's given you nothing, then you understand what that feels like. Mm-hmm. So when you work for a company, I remember when I came to Rainbow, my very first open house, I got five bucks and a scent pack and a sanitizer. And that was actually more than I'd ever gotten in a company that I worked for for 10 years. So when you think about all the extras that Rainbow does, and hopefully maybe your business does. The thing you have to understand is all the extra bonuses, all the extra stuff, when you think about all the extra stuff that is done, all that stuff is above and beyond. That's all extra stuff that doesn't need to be done. So Rexair doesn't have a thing saying that you have to do bonuses. Every distributor is allowed to do whatever they wanna do in terms of bonuses. Now, us at Revival, we, you know, we do a thing together and we do these extra bonuses. So whether we're doing money walls, whether we're doing things for top dealers, recognition, whether we're doing bonuses for super commissions, you know, free machines, like whatever it is, all that stuff is above and beyond a what is required to, to do. And and it's just extra stuff. And, and what that is, is that's your distributor taking money out of their own pocket now, saying, Hey, we this is extra stuff that we're just deciding to want to give back to you guys. Right. And a lot of times what you see in, in when you look at where where things start to, to kind of turn is when You almost like over bonus people sometimes to the extent where a lot of times people now turn back and expect that to come back. And that's where that entitlement almost comes back. It's almost like, well, I deserve that or I earned that or and and that entitlement kind of comes back where it's like that's expected now. Or they won't go to work unless they have it. Absolutely. And the thing that you really have to understand is the fact that you got paid Mm -hmm. very well already Mm -hmm. to go do that job. Yeah. You know, I had a kid one time years ago, he was working for us and I was I was managing for Jalen. And we used to over bonus all the time. And and he was just like, Oh like, god, what's the next bonus? What's the bonus? And I said, Oh, I got a wicked bonus for you, man. And I I wrote it out on paper and I I actually did a sheet up for him. Okay. And it took him a lot longer to catch on than it actually should have. And I told him, I said, I said, You go out and I said, for every rainbow you sell, you know, I said, you'll make your regular commission, you'll make your four hundred dollars. And he's like, Okay. I said, but I'll tell you what, I said if you go, once you go and you sell six, I said, I'll give you an extra hundred dollars on every single sale, every single airline sale. So you'll actually make $500. <laughs> and what I did is I actually gave him just our actual commission schedule Yeah. and gave it to him. And he's like, oh man, that's sweet. Yeah. Like I'll go all, Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And it took him probably I mean, a solid 30 seconds to realize that that was just our pay scale. And I, and then, then he was just kind of like, oh man, I knew And I was just like, dude, like, yeah, like go to work. You're paid very, very well for what you do. Yeah. So you got to kind of look sometimes and really understand is like we're paid extremely well for just going out and showing the rainbow. I mean, what the hell are we doing here? We go into someone's house. who invited us in. Okay. We're not out in the cold door knock and we're not out cold calling. Like these people invited us over. We come over to their house and, and we push this amazing machine around for for a little bit and show them and, and blow their minds and then we're gonna get, we're gonna make four or five hundred bucks in an hour and a half or two hours of work. I mean it's stupid. And then on top of that, we're gonna expect that we're gonna get a bonus or something extra. I mean it's stupid. So we gotta be careful sometimes as dealers that we don't gain this self entitlement that it's just that that something's owed to us. Now. Going beyond that, because we have to be careful, that that doesn't gain. You gotta understand, is you're paid for what you get. Sale, pay. The work you do, you get a commission for it, you're paid. Our our deal's done, our commitment's met. Dollar for dollar, you're you're paid well. But we gotta be careful that we're not we gotta look at the bonuses as being and we gotta be grateful for every bonus that we get and understand that these bonuses are our distributors taking money out of their own pockets to now give back and the thing you got to remember guys is our distributors were where you were at 1.2 and again like yeah distributors make a lot of money now they went through what you went through and they pushed through and they went through every single obstacle to get to where they are they earn every damn cent and more right they earn it all Mm-hmm. and they deserve every inch of it because it takes a lot to get to where they are they went through everything you went through and 10 times what you've gone through and more to get to where they are mm-hmm. and the funny thing is they were where you were complaining at 1.2. yeah so we've had this conversation with them at the one point too right but again we have to understand so so we have to be grateful for what we get we have to be grateful and and be careful that we don't get this like entitlement that is like Oh, we're only going to go to work if we get a bonus or, or, you know, we deserve that or, or, or whatever else, right? You deserve, if you go and sell a rainbow, you deserve your paycheck. Mm -hmm. And as long as you've got that obligation met, everything else is extra. We got to be grateful for that. And if you go into things with a grateful heart and that goes for anything, it goes for any, anything that you do in your life. Okay. You, if you go into things with a grateful heart, things are going to start working out for you and you're going to start getting the things that you, you want in life. You, you got to have that gratitude. Because gratitude reciprocates. It really does. It grows. And you see that. And just you know, going outside of our business and outside of business, you see in general, like when you look at entitled people in general, we all know people in our lives who just have a sense of entitlement. And and it's something that people need to fix inside themselves Mm -hmm. in general. And the thing that you have to realize is, I mean, like the world owes you nothing. It was here first. The world doesn't owe you shit. Yep. So the thing to look at is... Where does this come from? So we, we all know entitled people. And, and really what it boils down to is, is entitlement comes from two places. There's really two extremes to entitlement. And it, and it comes down, obviously it boils down to our childhood and everything really does. And it comes down to two avenues. Okay. It, it pretty much comes down to the spoiled child and then the neglected child. It comes down to two avenues. There's a the spoiled child that got everything that they ever wanted. And basically that comes down to the kid that the parents never said no to. Mm -hmm. So they grew up their whole entire lives, just nobody ever said no. So their expectation is that they'll never say no. So they expect everything is given to them Mm -hmm. or the extreme opposite of the child who was never told yes. Okay. who was always told no. So then it's that almost that complete flip where it's the complete opposite now. Mm Mm-hmm. So it, there's, there's one of two extremes that, that really play when you're talking about entitlement and how we going to fix it? And, and again, it, it, everything that really boils down to it is, is is having to fix it inside yourselves. And everything comes down to just basically, again, the mirror. And, you know, we were having this conversation yesterday because we had some shit go down and we're going to talk a little bit about it and, you know, without getting into too many details. But one of the things that brought up last night, and this is something that I truly you know, truly believe, and I just don't say this to say this guys, but you know, it's, it's a hundred percent true. And and I've said this and you've heard me say it and, and I hope it just really sinks in and people really understand this because it's a hundred percent true. And when I say this, I mean this, the most powerful tool in the world is the mirror. Should you choose to look into it and, and, and just think about what that really means. Okay. It doesn't mean that a piece of glass is the most powerful tool in the world. That's not what that means. Okay. It means the ability to look inside yourself. The ability to look at yourself and look inside yourself, that reflection back inside yourself to look at, realize that, that the issues in your life lie inside yourself. And if you can come to terms with the fact that all the problems in your life are inside you. And if you can learn to understand that, and if you can learn to self-develop yourself and have the power to fix yourself, then what you will realize is that you can fix anything you want in your life. So what I mean by that basically is as long, if you can look inside yourself and realize that the common denominator in your problems is you, okay, and, and, and if you can look at some of the issues you have, Okay, some of the ego things you have, some of the things like, again, some of the the emotions that you feel. Okay, so think about some of the ways you feel in a day. And if you can actually start to understand where do those feelings come from? Like when you get pissed off at something, where does that come from? When you get upset, where does that come from? When you get jealous, there's a massive one. Okay, when I start to get jealous, where does that come from? When I see somebody succeed, and I'm not happy for that person. And I mean, and this is honesty, you guys. This isn't what you're gonna tell or admit to anybody. This is the this is the shit that in the deep dark pits of yourself you don't admit to people. This is the stuff that only you feel and only you're gonna talk about. But when you look down and you say, that person just sold more rainbows than I ever did or that person just sold more product than I ever did or that person just did something that I've never done. And of course, you're going to have the smile, but deep down inside, you're jealous. And if we're all going to be truly honest with ourselves, we've all felt that before. And if you can look at yourself and go, where does that come from? And why why is that inside of me? And if you, can, if you can come to terms with that voice, okay. because I know a lot of us have that. And if you can figure out where that comes from, and if you can come to terms with that, and if you can fix that inside yourself, where you can cheer somebody on, if you can get to the point in your life where you can cheer somebody on to beat you, that is power. And that is what I'm talking about when I'm saying it's the most powerful tool in the world. is if you can fix yourself to get to that point. Because like I said before in leadership, if you're not training people to be better than you, then then what are we doing? If my intention is not to get our area distributors to be satellite distributors and not only that to, but to be better satellite distributors than me. like if, if my intentions aren't for my distributors to beat me, That I shouldn't be training, but to get that, I can't have an ego of like. And I used to have that, right? I used to have that ego of like, like I wanted every. And I, I was always a person that wanted everybody to succeed as long as I succeeded a little bit more. Like I would have loved Eric to sell twenty five rainbows as long as I had twenty six. I would have loved nothing more than Eric to sell thirty as long as I sold thirty one. But now. I don't care if I've sold 30 I want Eric to sell 50 and I'm genuinely happy for him but I don't give a flying shit if he doubles me I pray he does and that's what I'm talking about guys but most of most of us don't live there right most of us are only excited for other people as long as we're doing a bit better And that's not a healthy place to live. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm really talking about the mirror and what lives inside of you. And and so you got to have that conversation. Where do these things come from and why are they living inside of me? And how the hell do I fix them? How do I get rid of that? And that's the conversation you have to have with yourself. And that's what I mean when I'm talking about the mirror and and what's inside of you. Okay? Because you have to have that, that conversation. So... Why do I always need to have the attention? Why do I always need to the spotlight? Why do I always need the the recognition? And and recognition is a is a crazy thing. I mean, guys, we gotta do something to be recognized for. And I'll give you another story that happened a long time ago. And this is something that, you know, for the longest time in, in 2016, 15, in 2015, February, I had what was at one time my biggest month in Rainbow. And I walked in to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, where Jovanna is now. And, you know, January, whatever it was, 28th or 29th, we went in and sold a rainbow to a lady and a family. And uh, she came into the business and I walked back there. We recruited her. I walked back in there on February 1st with one rainbow. And 28 days into February, 28 days later, we had netted out 70 machines, gross 66, right? Or gross yeah, gross 60 70, netted out 66 machines in 28 days from one. And it was it was a crazy month. It was huge. It was just it was just nuts. And it was it was, I mean a an crazy, crazy, crazy month. And you know, for a couple years, I hung my hat on that month. I hung my hat specifically on that month. And it was all I talked about forever. And that's all I talked about. And that's all I talked about. And that's all I talked about. And I started kind of doing less and started doing less and started doing less and started doing less and always held my hat. And that, and that was my money. It was almost like that was my excuse to let myself off the hook to do anything else. Does that, does that make sense? And, you know, finally, one time, Jalen just said to me, she's like, you know what, Dallas? was like, who gives a shit? She's like, who cares? She's like, nobody cares about that month anymore. She's like, no one cares. She's like, go do something else worth talking about. She's like, like, who cares? She's like, like, that was a year and a half ago or two years ago. She's like, go do something. And, and, you know, and she was completely right. And it was like, it is. It's like, you can't hang your hat on... On a month like that, you can't hang your hat on something that doesn't matter. And, you know, a little while later, we had an executive in our company and he said something like this one time. And he said, when you go up on that stage, you go up there, you get your award, you accept it. He goes, and you live that moment. He goes, you deserve it. He goes, you get up there, you you take in every inch of it, you wallow in it, you you accept it, you you soak it all in. And he's like, and, and you, you earned it, you earn every inch of it. He's like, But the second you turn around and you walk off that stage, he's like, nobody gives a shit anymore. He's like, nobody cares. He's like, it's over. He's like, that moment is gone. And he's like, now you have to move on to the next moment. He's like, because next year, nobody gives a shit. He's like, nobody remembers who won last year and nobody cares. He's like, so if you want that spotlight to stay, go do it again. So sometimes in recognition, we have to, it's not about what we did in the past that matters. And that doesn't matter if it's year to year, month to month, or whatever else. No one gives a shit if you were the top dealer of the month last month. Like, in all honesty, guys, it doesn't matter. And it's like, so if, if last year you were the top dealer of the month once, like, great, and in that month, it, so it's not that like we're trying to take away the fact, I mean, it's better than not being the top deal of the month ever, but you can't be like, oh, this one time I was a top, ta- like we've had people who were like, oh, like I, I hit a gold demo lamp once. Good, but no one cares anymore. Like I'm sorry, but it's not a big deal. But now that you've done it once, you know how to do it again. Well, and that's the thing, right? So it's like, but like, so you know what I mean? Do it again. So the thing is, is like, if if you, if you did something one time, don't expect to go and, and to be recognized for this again and again and again and again and again. Don't hang your hat on something continuously again and again and again and again. You know what I'm saying? That if it's, if it's not there. So if you think, I mean, and it doesn't matter if it's a job or wherever it is, whatever business you're in, it doesn't matter if, if it's something... If you've done something great a long time ago, I mean, do something great again. Don't hold your, hang your hat on that all the time, okay? So, for me, it's like something that used to be my greatest month. Now, now looking back, that's like my 10th greatest thing in rainbow. I mean, there's so many things now that I've done that have overshadowed that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And that helps you motivate you and push you to get better and better and better as well. hmm because i mean you always got to think that your best times are ahead of you. Okay, you can't look at like oh my best times are behind me. Oh, that was amazing. I'll never beat that. You always got to push to beat that. And even if it's not even necessarily like hitting that amount of numbers in that time, but there's moments that have beaten that. Like that's not my greatest achievement by far, especially when you look at things about being able to open up your friends and see people grow and just the amount of, you know, numbers you've been able to hit and 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 you know, numbers other people have hit and, and those types of things, right? So it's really just being able to have those other experiences, but you have to be able to grow and push yourselves beyond that. So those are things that when you look at recognition is that's on you to stay relevant. I mean, you look at even this, this last year, I mean, so Andy was top sales last year. Okay. If Andy wants to stay relevant Andy's going to be top sales this year. Okay. Because once we, do the end of the year awards this year, no one's going to remember or give a shit that Andy was top sales last year. Mm -hmm. They're going to remember who's top sales this year. So if he wants to stay in that spotlight, he needs to stay in that spotlight this year. So these are the things that have to happen. And it doesn't matter if it's yearly, doesn't matter if it's quarterly, doesn't matter if it's monthly, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody gives a shit who the top dealer of the month was last month. You see what I'm saying? So if you want to stay in that spotlight, you have to keep yourself there. But the problem is... Is it's almost like damaged people want to hold on to something that happened in the past. Right. And we can't do that. You gotta just keep working in the future and keep going. And that's when you see someone, and again, you know, for example, and and you see lots of people in our organization. I mean, Sam for you know, for example, is, is that person. She just keeps herself relevant every single month and just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps herself on it, right? Naomi always kept herself relevant every single month. Okay, and just keeps herself. In that spotlight all the time mm-hmm. and that's something that you know jaylene has always done herself has kept herself relevant all the way through in this organization all all the way And it's like no matter what spot she gets into she keeps herself relevant and it's not even when she was at the rgd she moved up to rgd and it was like she never i don't think saw herself even she's like okay now she's in this big league and she's like i don't think i'm going to really move up but It's like, she's already a big player and she's already, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, mean she's stupid. It's crazy. She's up there already playing with the big dogs and it's like, she's already in in the top Mm -hmm. and it's it's crazy. But she's also not saying, oh, well, here I am. One of the top satellites ever. One of the top five satellites ever. It doesn't matter because she knows that doesn't play any relevance in the, in the game she's in now. Yeah. Right. So we have to look at that and you have to look at even, and it was interesting, even last night we were talking and, and it was even just things with like recognition and, and going back to entitlement a little bit and stuff. And, and even what, what people, I guess, and thinking about what people deserve and, and what people recognize. And, and you gotta understand, I mean, I guess a lot of ways in this business too, is, is it is a really independent business in a lot of ways. And you have to be tough and you have to be strong and one of the things that's important to really understand in in, in life in general is what Jillian was talking and it's like sometimes people just want that like they, they expect that like we owe them something yeah and she gave this really interesting analogy last night and it was just Jillian you know does not feel like Rex air owes her something you know right. she talked about how she went to sometimes like dealers will come into the office or people will come to the office and they just feel like oh I've sold rainbows for you like you owe me something mm-hmm you know or i made you all this money Yeah, i made you all this money and whatever and, then, and the thing is that like, we talk all the time like like this train rolls no matter what it doesn't matter who leaves no this train rolls yeah like if, if someone could sell 15 rainbows a month and if they leave someone else is going to come in and sell those 15 machines like the train just keeps rolling no matter what mm-hmm. we've seen that time and time again like people come in and they just feel like yeah it's like like I'm here for or you know, like, like it's like you need me or whatever else. And I was honestly not just to toot my own horn, but I was honestly one of the top people in that you know JD never had. Yep. And I left this office. Mhm. And it kept rolling. And I can tell you if if I left this office and it kept rolling, it's always going to keep rolling. Okay? And you think about the people who've left this office. Jovanna left this office, Melissa left, I mean, it just goes on and on and on, you know, Kyle left my office, Mike left my office, I mean, it just, just, it's crazy, okay, and it keeps going, Brad and Alicia left his office, you know, I mean, it's just crazy, okay, so, it's always gonna go, but, you know, Jillian said, she's like, could you ever imagine me walking into a meeting, like, in Rex Air, and sitting there with, like, my arms crossed, and going, like, Oh, Sean Jones better come up to me. and she better come up to me and come say hi to me. Like, you know how much money I've made this company and how many rainbows I've sold for this company? And he better come up to me and he better, like, say hi to me and he better come talk to me and he better, like, you know, he better come give me a hug. And it's just funny because, like, we have people that come and, like, feel that we need to do that to them. Like, we need to come, come running up to them and dote on them or whatever because it's like they sold, right? It's like, it's like, this is... We don't do that because this is our opportunity. We thank the company for allowing us to be here. Mm-hmm. You walk up to Sean Jones yourself and say, yeah, and thank say you Hey, so thanks, much. man, for this opportunity yeah. for allowing us to be here. 100%. And that's the difference between someone who's who's self-entitled and somebody who's grateful. Mm-hmm. Right? So ask yourself if you're a self-entitled person or a grateful person, if you're going to be honest with yourself. Yeah. And, and in all honesty, and just have that conversation with yourself because it's like, do you feel like someone owes you something because you're here or do you feel grateful to be here? Right. And, and, and that's something that's, that's super important to understand. And again, that's just another one of the, the conversations to have deep down with yourself inside. Because the thing is, guys, is you have to get right with yourself. Okay. And it might sound harsh and it might sound mean or whatever else. But at the end of the day, it's like you really have to fix yourself. And you really do because the thing is, and this is you know we we had a conversation, a pretty hard conversation with someone yesterday, and it's just like the thing that you have to understand is what's broken is inside of you, and that's not going to work anywhere. So at some point, like here's the thing, okay? If you look at it in this, if you look at it in this scenario, if you're in a broken, so say for example, I mean, if you're a messed up person, and think about failed relationships. So if you're an angry person and you're in a relationship and your relationship doesn't work out because you're an angry person. So you break up and you go to the next relationship, but you're an angry person. That relationship's not going to work. You're going to break up and you keep going from relationship to relationship to relationship. But you keep having relationship problems. Why? Because you're an angry person. Until you fix the fact that you're an angry person, you're going to continue to have these relationship problems until you fix yourself. This is the same thing, okay? If you have these issues, it doesn't matter. You can go from opportunity to opportunity to job to job to... No matter where you go in your life, it's always going to end up with the same thing. You're going to end up in the same boat. Most of the time, we see people who end up having fallouts with people. They end up having fallouts everywhere. They've come from fallout after fallout after fallout. And the funny thing is, is they always think it's the other people. They always play the victim, you ever notice that, that people play? They're all, they're always the victims. They're, it's always the world's out to get them. It's always they're the ones that were got attacked. They're the ones everyone's. It's like they need to look in the freaking mirror and realize it's them. Like I was telling a person last night, I'm like, man, ev- this is all made up in your head. It's like you know, if you look at these people, like sometimes there's people who, who like I, I'm a factual person. I like to come to the table with here's an example of of this is this is a feeling and this is the example. And this is how this is how this feeling. This is, if I'm feeling pissed off, this is this is the example. This is what happened. This is why I feel pissed off. Now, if you feel pissed off, I would like the example of how I made you feel pissed off. Great. Let's have that conversation. Cool. But there's nothing more frustrating. Like if, if Eric, me and you can do an argument. If you say something stupid and I say, hey, Eric, this is what you said. It pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. Yeah. Cool. Or if I piss you off and you say, hey, Dallas, you said this. It pissed me off. And I say, okay, cool. Yeah. But there's nothing. But if you say Dallas, you really, you really pissed me off. And I say, okay, what did you say? Well, I don't really know. I have no idea. Well, what do you mean? Give me an example of how I pissed you. Off. Well, I don't know. You just pissed me off. Well, what did I say? Well, I don't know. It was just kind of what. It was just kind of the way you, you. You. I mean, it was just kind of how I felt. Okay, but like, what did I do? Well, I don't know. You just. It was just kind of what. It was. I mean, I. It was. I. I just. I. I just kind of felt pissed off. Okay, but like, I mean, was it something I did or said? Well, yeah. Okay, well, what was it that I did? Well, it was just. I. You know. And I think there's nothing more frustrating with that. Like, you know what I mean? So the problem is sometimes is sometimes there's just there's shit inside of people that they look for things and they find things and they're, and they're searching for things that don't even really exist. They, they make things up in their head that don't really happen. So for me, it's like, like, give me some examples. Let's hash this shit out. Like, I mean, if I, if I pissed you off, I'm sorry. If I, if I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. If, if there's some, but let's have some examples. Let's have this conversation. And if I screwed up, I'll say, I'm sorry. OK, it, it, you know, but let's, let's have it out. Let's, but let's have some actual factual conversations mm-hmm. on what went wrong. But so many times there's this there's all these things that it's not even real shit. It's just it just made up manufactured crap. But so often people find themselves in all these different scenarios and they always find themselves in the same problems. But until you can face yourself in the mirror and realize it's me, it's like people who've been divorced five times. Holy shit, it's you. Mm-hmm. Like it's you. It's not the other five people. Yeah. I'm sorry to say it's you. But people literally think it's the other five people. Oh, I'll find that one person one day. Yeah. But you're gonna find the one person that's gonna pop with your shit? Yep. No. You might go through 15 more. Like it's you know what I'm saying? Like it's like now again, there's different circumstances and all that stuff, but it's like, man, like so, like when when I mean when you look at a person and like like I don't have anybody in my life that loves me. That's a look in the mirror moment. I don't have any friends. That's a look in the mirror moment. Everyone in my life's an idiot. That's a look in the mirror moment. I've been divorced five times. That's a look in the mirror moment. Everyone in my family hates me. That's a look in the mirror moment. I'm the smartest person I know. That's a look in the mirror moment. Right? These are all moments where you might have to look in the mirror and realize, holy shit, maybe I'm the asshole. Right, like if you think you're the smart one and everybody around you and you have no friends because they're all dumb, that's a look in the mirror moment. Because maybe you're the idiot. The last thing I want to go over is gossip and talking behind people's backs. And this is something that's super important, you guys, and and it's I want you guys to understand something. And we all do this and this is something that we all just have to have this conversation with ourselves and understand something. I talked about this at a boot camp I think just before Christmas. And it's something about loyalty and it's something super important. Even before me and Jalen were dating and what I was managing for her is people would never come up to me and complain about Jaleen. Do you know why? Because you would tell them off and tell them they're wrong and then you'd well, because go I would, to Jaylene. Because I would stand up for her. Well, exactly. Because they knew it would get shut down. Yeah. Because they knew if they were talking to me, they were talking to her. Yep. They knew there was no difference. Yeah. And why? Is because I was her manager. hmm I was her manager. I was managing her business. Yep. I was her friend. I was her friend. Okay? I was loyal to her. As you should be. Right. Loyalty doesn't exist today. It's pretty sad. It's gone to shit. Nobody's loyal. Like, Really, when you think about it, how many people do you trust? Like, like when you, when you really, honestly, like wholeheartedly, and and everybody asks yourselves that, how many people do you wholeheartedly trust? Not very many. That's sad. I know a lot of people. So here's the thing that happens, and this is why this trust breakdown happens, because you're all shit talkers. You're all shit talkers. This is the thing that I need you guys to understand. A couple years ago, I had a couple... A a few people working for me. A couple. And they were... This is completely unintentional, by the way. And most of the time, this is unintentional. And I want you guys to really think about this. Because this is something that... this This can be mistaken a lot of the time. And I had a couple working for me. And they were big players in my business. And they unintentionally became the center of a shit ton of gossip. Yep. And what happened was they were basically, um, they were the people that like everybody would kind of call and they were kind of like the safe place to land. And so everybody would call them and like every time there was a problem, they would call these, these guys. And this couple came from a good place. They came from the place like, well, people, they felt good that people were able to call them and talk to them. They felt people felt comfortable. They felt really good that people became safe and confided in them. And so everybody started calling them and, everybody, and they became the place where everybody would confide in them and trust them. And so they would start, everybody would start calling them and, telling them everything and pouring all the shit on them and everything, and everything and everything and everything and started dumping everything on them. And then all of a sudden all the gossip and all the negative and all the stuff and everything became, and this couple felt really good because they felt everybody trusted them and confided in them and, and all this stuff like that. You know what they were? They were the toilet. They were the freaking toilet. They were the place where everybody dumped their shit. They were the outhouse. Mm-hmm. They were the source of the negativity. They were the harbor of the negativity. And it doesn't matter who you are, how much personal development you go through. If that you have that much negativity, it's going to turn negative. Right. So it was horrible. So they took it all on. And and then and then it actually came to this weird thing where it actually became a fallout for us because it, it almost got to a point where they felt like, Now everybody can trust them, and we got into this great big fallout. It came in a huge blowout. They left for a while, and then they realized it. They ended up coming back, and now they're super close to me, and I'm grateful to have them. Mm -hmm. But without that, it would have been terrible. But it was like it was a completely unintentional. But that's what happened. It just it got to that point, and it was completely unintentional. But that's what can happen sometimes. But the thing you understand, and this is the thing, and and, and I want to give you guys a scenario, okay? So, right now, if me and you and Giovanna are sitting in here talking, Mm -hmm. and say we're talking about Mike. Yeah. And right now, we're like, oh, yeah, Mike, can you believe he did this, and he did that, and we're gossiping, and Mike, 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 and we're talking about him, and we're talking, and this and that freaking Mike, and yada, yada. And if I get up right now and I go to the bathroom, you know what goes through my head? Is you guys are talking about me right now. 100%. And am I the only one that thinks that? No. But am I? Like, really? Or are you just saying that to agree with me? No, like, I actually do think that. Because like, that's what I think. Like, that, I, w- That's what goes through my head. When all the time. I go for a piss and I'm sitting there holding my thing, I'm sitting there like, they're talking about me right now. Like, that's what I'm thinking about. Yep. Yep. So, the thing you have to understand. Now, here's the thing. When I'm talking to you guys. Now, now th- follow me on this. When I'm talking to you guys. It feels like I'm trusting in you guys. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh yeah, we're talking about Mike. It feels like I'm trusting in you guys. But I'm actually, like, losing trust in you guys. Because... I know that if you're allowing me to talk to you about Mike, that I that I'm losing trust for you guys because I know that because you're allowing this to happen, that you're also that I know that you are also people that talk about other people as well. That I know now that you're going to talk about me when I leave. You talk about other people. I know you're the type of people that talk about other people. Mm-hmm. But I promise you that if I sit here and I say, man. Eric like can you believe you know Mike last night like Mike you know did you hear about what Mike did and blah, blah 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 blah? and if you said you know what Dallas honestly like I don't even really know much about what Mike did last night but I mean like it I don't know if it really matters but I mean and if you shut me down as I don't really want us to talk too much about Mike without him in the room or whatever else and you shut me down now I might get offended or I might be like you know blah blah, blah but you know what in all honesty deep down inside and down the road it makes you feel like shit yeah but also down the road I actually have more respect for you And I actually trust you more because I also know that you're not the type of person who's going to talk shit about people. But how many of you actually have the balls to do that? To actually, like, when somebody, like, so I want to challenge you guys to actually do that. The next time someone comes up to you with some gossip and some bullshit, actually have that conversation with yourself. And be like, A. I mean, this person's not in the room. B. Do we even know this is true? And, and and do we want to have this conversation with this person not around? And shut it down. And don't have it because there's lots of times we're having the conversation, and it'll be like, okay, you know what? And again, we've we've done it now. Sometimes you're forced into situations, and it's going to happen. Sometimes you are, okay. Yesterday we had a situation where some shit was put out publicly on Facebook. So you're almost forced into having to talk about it or deal with it, right? Sometimes when people, you know, spaz or do a little, I mean, sometimes you're forced to have these conversations. There's nothing, there's nothing you can really do about it. But sometimes, but be in general, if it's just general gossip, don't do it. Challenge yourself to not have that conversation when the person's not around. Don't be that person. Okay, because when you become that person and you're you're confiding in someone else, when you're going to get on the phone and just start bitching about somebody. Like literally. We had somebody in this business who was was very close to us, who was like an undercover hater, who was trashing us. Like I had somebody literally yesterday who I've never talked to in my life. Put this big thing out about like. Like, I mean, just completely trashing me over something that they heard somebody else say about me. Never met this person in my life. And it's like, A, like, I don't give a shit. So sorry, you're you're I mean, you're you're mistaking me for somebody who like like mean my life's gonna go on, you go do you. But they went and had their little gossip thing and it's like, they're going to be stuck where they're going to be stuck for the rest of their lives. They screwed up their opportunities. I still have mine. So yay. But you know, but, but that's the kind of thing that gossip can do. And, and it can just, it can ruin so much for people. It can ruin your opportunity. It can ruin other people's opportunities. And, and it can just take so much away from people when you, when you do that, It's like, it's just what you think when you're confiding in someone and you're, you're, you're becoming buddy, buddy with someone and you're, and you're trying to, but subconsciously, you're, you're building a mistrustful relationship with someone because you know, if that's the kind of person and you hear them, right? You hear that person talking, you know, you and that person have had a conversation about someone behind their back. Then you hear that person talking to someone else about someone else. And you know, that's a person who shit talks people behind their backs and you have no trust for that person. And you know, damn well, that that person's talking to someone else behind your back. So don't be the toilet. When someone comes to you to talk about someone else, they're treating you like the toilet. That's what they think of you. Right? They're coming to you with all this shit. So don't be the place where someone can dump their shit. That's not what you want. That's not who you want to be. On top of that too, though, it really like... it really eats at your day like it literally like if you're doing like gossip like all of a sudden your whole day is gone and you do nothing and now you're literally you're just also ruining your own business yeah and like why do you want to spend your sand on that yeah like you really don't so at the end of the day guys i mean what it boils down to again is is you know the entitlement and the world owes you nothing it was here first be grateful for what you have don't be an entitled person okay be a grateful person Recognition, guys, you gotta go out and and earn it. Go out and, and do something every day. Stay relevant constantly and consistently. Don't be the toilet. Challenge yourself to not be the gossiper, not to to be the person who's that everyone's dumping their shit on. And you gotta go out there and, and be the person you wanna be. And at the end of the day, you know, like we've said it before, and really embrace what that means, that the strongest tool in the world literally is the mirror should you choose to look into it and that is episode 13.